I know it's been a while. It's been since, like, quarantine. But honestly, every single time I'm at work or I'm just out and about by myself or in the car or whatever, and I think of things that I can talk about on the podcast, it all seems to go out of my head as soon as I get home because my mom is there and I don't feel comfortable recording podcasts in front of my mom. Or I just literally just... Like, I know what I want to say when I'm thinking about it, and then it all goes out of my head. So, um, but we're back! Kind of. Mm. We're back for today. Anyway, some people just need to learn that, um, they don't need to know everyone else's business, and that there are some things that just don't concern them, you know? Because, let's be real. There are a good chunk of people out there who seem to think that they need to know everyone's business and they need to have an opinion on it, and if it does not, if it does not, what's the word I'm looking for? And if it does not line up with what they believe in, then that person is just wrong. They just shouldn't. They just shouldn't, you know? In other words, this is basically a podcast episode, just me calling out my grandma. (laughs) Except my grandma will never see it. (laughs) I would just like to say, quickly, that there are some things where you probably shouldn't mind your business of. Like, if someone's being, um, hate-crimed against, you probably shouldn't turn an eye to that because that could end extremely badly if someone's in a in an abusive relationship whether that be physical or um verbal slash mental slash emotional you know or any type of thing you shouldn't turn a blind eye to that like you shouldn't turn a blind eye to things that are happening in the world right now like um like things like Afghanistan right now and all that and you know there are some things where you shouldn't you should put yourself into that situation you know because it's hurting someone and it's not a good situation but I'm talking about the situations that don't necessarily concern people you know don't worry, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got things written out here, kind of. It's kind of formatted. We're a little organized this episode. A lot of people, though, seem to like to butt in to people's relationships. Or relationship status, or they want to know what's going on. Like, one of my mom's friends always, it doesn't matter how long it's been since they've seen me, will always ask me if I have a boyfriend yet. And I always answer with no. Because I don't. But it's just one of those things where like why do people, some people, I know like I have a cousin who asks the same thing, but he's protective of everyone. So it's always the, good, you better not have a boyfriend, you know, and things like that, and it's so annoying, oh my god. Can we 
please. It's so just irritating to me. But I've seen a lot of people are concerned about relationships that have age gaps. <laughs> like, like, I remember seeing a while ago, someone pointed out how Leonardo DiCaprio seems to never date someone in their 30s. He usually sticks to, like, the mid-20s, early 20s range or something like that. Which doesn't matter because the people he's dating are adults, legal adults. And as long as it's a relationship that is consensual and legal, as in, uh, no... <laughs> as in both partners are adults and neither one of them is a minor so one's an adult and one's a minor yeah we're not doing that here we don't we don't mess with that don't do that like just leave the children alone <laughs> if you are an adult leave the children alone but maybe it's just a me thing because i grew up with my aunts and my uncles being 10 to 15 years apart in age so maybe it's just an I'm used to it and I don't think there's anything weird about it but keep in mind my aunts and uncles all met when they were adults <laughs> and in their 20s 30s whatever age they were they weren't like my uncles weren't like 25 and my aunts weren't 15 when they met, you know? They were whatever age they were when they met. They weren't minors, though. They were fully grown, 18 up adults. So maybe it's just a me thing where I'm so accustomed to seeing and hearing about my aunts being in these age gap relationships that to me, someone who's 21 and 41 dating isn't that weird to me. Someone who's 19 dating someone who's in their 30s isn't weird to me. Because as far as I'm concerned, they're both legal, legal adults. And as far, as long as it's a consensual, healthy relationship and no one's getting abused or manipulated or something, it's fine. I do know, though, that there are some relationships, some age gap relationships where some people are getting manipulated in a way or there's some sort of dynamic there that isn't healthy you know sometimes the older one will manipulate the younger one or make them do things that they're not comfortable with or whatever or you know what i'll do an entirely different podcast on the whole adults trying to flirt with people who are like just age of consent 16 or whatever we're gonna do a whole separate podcast on that because oh my god we need to break that down that one's gonna be called protect the children <laughs> but like i said i know there are some age gap relationships where you know it can be a sort of the older one it's like a power dynamic for them they get off on having the power or something and sometimes that's <laughs> but if it's a healthy consensual both are adults age gap relationship 
then stick your nose out of it. Turn turn the other way. It it doesn't involve you. <laughs> you know? I'm not going to lie, I recorded this segment before and it was six and a half minutes long and I was a mess because this is one that truly pisses me off because people think it's like the worst thing ever. And like, I'm gonna re-record it, hopefully line my ideas up slightly better than they were. And, um, yeah. And, um, the topic the next one on things that people need to butt the fuck out of is um, children that are born out of wedlock. This, oh boy. My grandmother is a 90 year old Lutheran woman and mm, she, my cousin, had kids out of wedlock. She wasn't happy about it. My aunt had a son out of wedlock and my grandma wasn't happy about it. My aunt never even married after she had her son. Um, so my grandma's mad about it. To upset my grandma, my mom always says she only married my father to have kids, which is so up and it pisses me off and that's just anyway and my mom my grandma always says well that's messed up you shouldn't have that that's a bad reason to marry someone and my mom always says well I could always be like insert aunt's name and not get married to have my kids I couldn't have you know and then my grandma always goes I don't need another insert aunt's name on my hands so um, my grandma is known to talk shit on kids born out of wedlock. My mom is known to bring it up whenever she has a disagreement with my grandma on why she married my dad. And boy oh boy, <laughs> the doozy. Here's a story as to how I sum this up, I guess, is my sister and my now brother-in-law were dating and, you know, they got engaged and they're married now and they have three kids. And what had happened was he proposed, they got engaged, and then my sister found out she was pregnant. And she posted on Facebook, I'm expecting a kid, which was, you know, awesome for her because she was told she couldn't have kids. She was told she wasn't able to have kids. So the fact that she was pregnant with one was amazing. The fact that she got two more after my niece was born is fantastic. People automatically assumed though that the reason they got engaged was because she was pregnant and that they knew she was pregnant and then they just got engaged to whatever. But that's not true. <laughs> It happened, they got engaged, and then my sister found out she was pregnant because she was told she couldn't get pregnant. So people automatically butted into everything and were bitches about it, essentially. And it's just freaking horrible.
people who have the strong belief in not having sex before marriage and kids being born out of wedlock and all this are so intense sometimes it is insane my sister has a friend whose mom was judgmental of my sister because my niece was conceived out of wedlock and you know and now my sister's friend is not married and pregnant and so god i don't even know what her mom's thinking right now but holy shit i can only imagine and my mom my mom when she told me this went um something along the lines of well now her daughter's pregnant and her daughter's not married so what is she gonna say about it and which is such a catty thing to do like just leave the children alone <laughs> okay shit happens it doesn't matter if a kid is born in or out of wedlock or when they're conceived within the relationship if the parents are married or not but people always seem to just get so oh my god it's so bad like whether that kid is born in wedlock or out of wedlock it doesn't matter that kid is going to come out gross and that kid is going to hopefully come out crying you hope it doesn't matter <laughs> that kid's still gonna come out the same way as the kid born in wedlock so it really doesn't matter there's nothing gonna be different about that kid besides whatever genetics play into it you know it's the kids gonna be no different from the wedlock kid you know just leave the children alone who gives a shit the kids here deal with it okay just be happy for them shit <laughs> like calm the fuck down it's not that deep it is a child <laughs> And I'm gonna wrap this entire thing up with the entire what do pe what people do with their bodies? Who cares? Okay? It's not affecting you in any way. Someone getting a tattoo is not going to make you who does not believe in getting tattoos have a tattoo. Someone piercing themselves does not affect you in any way, shape or form. You aren't magically going to get a nose piercing because I got one, okay? You're fine. How someone dresses does not affect you at all. Don't fucking slut shame them because they decide they love their body and they want to show it off, okay? It does not fucking matter what someone wears. It doesn't matter what someone wears. If they have tattoos, if they have piercings, if they have plastic surgery, or, you know, any of their body count, oh my god. <laughs> People just love, just absolutely love to know, I guess most of these, not most, I guess the, what they wear, and the 
body count and virginity thing is more towards girls. The amount of times I've had random dudes on Instagram or something talk to me and then proceed to ask if I was a virgin or not, and I responded with, that's none of your business, fuck off, and they responded with, that is my business, is insane. Like, no, it's not. As far as I'm concerned, I don't need to know your virginity status, like, I don't know, in anyone's virginity status, just, that's not your business, that is their business only, and then, you know, whoever else they decide to share it with, whether it be, like, friends, or their significant other, and, like, like, what their body count is doesn't matter either, like, it's not white, doesn't matter, mind your business, and the whole, I, my grandma, my grandma is known to buy me clothes, and if she buys me shorts, and I wear those shorts out in public, sometimes she will comment on how I am looking like a hot rod, and how people are going to talk, and it's like, wow, I didn't know I was a fucking car, apparently, because the only time I've ever heard hot rod used in a sentence was with a car. But maybe that's just because I'm 19 and didn't grow up in whatever fucking year my grandmother grew up. Either way, me wearing shorts that just barely cover my ass, or me wearing shorts that go down to my freaking knees, Bermuda shorts are what they're called. I'm pretty sure those are Bermuda shorts. Oh my god, it's been a hot minute <laughs> since I've worn Bermuda shorts. Jesus. It doesn't matter, okay? It doesn't matter, because it's not like me wearing a crop top and a pencil skirt or whatever is going to all of a sudden change your clothes. It, it doesn't matter. You need to mind your business on what I'm wearing. And then the whole plastic surgery thing. I remember when Charlie D'Amelio got, um, I can't even remember what it's called, but she got um, surgery on her nose because she had a broken nose and so she got the surgery to fix her breathing. And then Dixie got um, the surgery as well. And people were like, oh, you just want to be like your sister or they were saying things, and she was like, you do realize that Charlie is not the only one in the world who had a broken nose, right? Like, she's not the only one who's getting surgery so they can breathe better, and, you know, and it doesn't, just, I don't know how many more times I have to say that, it doesn't matter, because it's not your business, and it's not affecting you. It shouldn't matter if someone decided to get, um, um, oh my god, what's the what? Jesus Christ, I'm a mess. Breast implants, that's what it's called. It shouldn't matter if someone went to go get breast implants, or if they got a nose job, if they got fillers, if they got Botox, but yet people love to speculate and everything. Would it kill some people, like celebrities and influence to it? influencers to admit, yes, I've gotten lip fillers, yes, I've gotten, you know, implants or whatever, no, because it will help 
with younger kids, especially girls, but also guys, because, you know, guys also go through some things, it will help them know that, you know, yeah, I've had work done, and now I feel even more confident, but you don't have to because you're fine naturally the way you are, but if you want them, go ahead, you know? Does that make sense? God, I hope so. It's just one of those things where it really doesn't matter because it really doesn't affect you and you just really need to just mind your business, you know? There are some things where you should butt in, like I said earlier, whether it be an abusive relationship or, you know, you know, recording something going on to have that, you know, if you see maybe a girl walking with someone and she looks a little panicked or freaked out, maybe record it and walk up and be like, hi, are you okay? Well, maybe not say hi, are you okay? But record it, get the license plate number, something so you can get someone help if they need it. But whether or not they're having kids while they're married or not married, whether or not they're in a relationship, whether or not they're a virgin, whether or not they've slept with one person or a hundred people, or, you know, if they've had plastic surgery or anything, it shouldn't matter. However, I will say this on the whole body count thing, it doesn't matter how many people you've slept with, you should still get tested for STDs, and you should still let others know whether or not you are clean or not. You should still wrap it before you tap it, and remember that there is only one surefire way to prevent a pregnancy if you do not want kids, and that is to not have sex, okay? Can condoms help prevent it? Yes. Can birth control help? Yes. However, can pulling out help? Yes. However, my sister and brother-in-law used condoms and my sister was on birth control. She had the IUD in and they still got their two sons. So, the only way to actually prevent pregnancy is to not have sex, okay? And also, if you get tested and you don't come back clean, and you choose not to tell your partners, future or past, hey, I tested positive for this STD, you are a piece of shit. You should let all your partners, both future and past, know that, hey, I got tested for this, and I'm positive, you might want to get tested for this too, or, um, you know, make sure that your future partners know, hey, I got tested for this, and it came back positive. You know, just, I'm not saying, like, don't have sex or anything, I'm just saying, there's only one surefire way to prevent a pregnancy. And even that, there's like immaculate conception, but we won't get into that. And the other thing is the whole, if you get tested for STDs, let all your partners know, you know, 
future, past, current. You know, don't be a dick and hide the fact that you tested positive for something and then proceed to sleep with people and not tell them only for them to sleep with other people and then for someone to eventually get tested and see that because that'll just it's just a whole thing just tell someone you tested positive for something or not okay and don't lie about it either don't be ashamed of it you're literally just telling them your health sexually I guess and you would want them to know. It's like if you're, you tested positive for cancer, you'd want your kids and family members to know so they know that, hey, um, you could possibly get, you could possibly have cancer at some point. You know, my grandpa and my aunt both had a form of cancer. That's nice to know, <laughs> so I know if I have to go in for a physical and be like, hey, uh, you should probably test for these two cancers because, you know, it's the same with STDs. <laughs> Alright. I guess that concludes this podcast episode. I know it was a bit all over the place. I know in that last segment especially, I got a little long-winded and it kind of went somewhere else at the end. That was more of a in case any younger viewers are watching this, that's more of a caution, I guess. Um, and honestly, just mind your business. If it's not something concerning, not something that is having people get hurt, not something that should have police or someone of authority involved, maybe, um, just turn the other cheek, you know? See that post that someone got pregnant and they're not married? Give them a congratulations, I'm really happy for you. Keep, keep, or keep scrolling if you, honestly it comes down to, if you got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all, okay? I'll see you guys next time, whenever that may be. Maybe it'll be another year.